This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 702, Most Recent IELTS Speaking Exam Questions 2019. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll find out the IELTS speaking questions a real student got on his last exam and learn how the examiner wants you to answer them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how's everything going? Fantastic! I just got back from our epic spring break adventure in California. Oh, wow. Did you get some good sunshine there in Cali? (laughs) In Cali? Cali. Look how cool you sound. (laughs) I know. Um, It sounds very dated, actually. (laughs) I know. It kind of does, right? (laughs) Like, it sounds weird. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was gorgeous. I mean, definitely nicer than it is in Portland right now. James and I were in shorts and tank tops. We we even uh, dove into the pool a couple times, even though it was, like, ice cold. It was too cold to be swimming. But we were so, like, focused on like doing this because it was sunny that we we did it anyway but anyway we went to Knott's Berry Farm and rode some roller coasters and we went on a whale watching tour and saw like thousands of dolphins oh that sounds so cool oh that sounds awesome it is so nice to I love to be outside on my vacations you know what I mean just be out in nature get outside because we work online so it's good to be in nature it's so good for us no, or just like out in the world. Yeah. You know, exactly. like, w- yeah. But you just went skiing and were out in nature a bunch over the weekend, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went skiing yeah. in New Hampshire and it was just, it was really refreshing. And it was so funny because I accidentally grabbed my roommate's uh, skis. And so I had to rent. <gasps> oh, no. <way>. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, but it was kind of cool, fun to be on a new set of skis and they were faster than the ones I have. So it was kind of cool to try something That's new. Funny. You know what I mean? Have a new feeling. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. so that's okay. <laughs> you know, like that is um one of the biggest reasons to get outside and get in the world. It's these mm-hmm. you, what you think are mistakes, yeah. right? But then they always lead to like opportunities for something new. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. 100%. 100%. It's, it's, it's all about how we look at life. You know, it's our perception. And I think our listeners look at it the same way with a positive perspective and with an idea that we're in control of how what story we tell about ourselves, about our yeah. you know, our lives, our success. Yeah. Yes. And this applies um directly to your IELTS practice, because if you practice something or you try something and it doesn't work or you get the wrong answer, that's not the end of things, right? It's like, Lindsay didn't go home because she didn't have her skis. No, like you learn from this and you you incorporate it into your understanding, right? You Mm -hmm. learn from it and you move on and practice 
more. You move forward, right? Yeah. yeah. The constant forward momentum. That's what we've been yes. talking about for our other programs. You now we have a program coming up in Japan soon at the end of May. And that's what we always talk about, how we get our students activated. The power coming out is by moving forward, taking action, but in the right way, in a smart way. Exactly. And that's what our study plan does for you guys. There's no time to be bored or think you're studying the wrong thing or wasting your time on an IELTS website. If you just follow the study plan, believe you me, there is enough there to fill the time you have to prepare, right? And if you just do that, we guarantee that your scores go up. So true. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> I know. I mean, for example, Elias was just in our course and yeah. you know, he, he was able to score an 8.5 in listening and a 7 in reading. That was awesome. It was amazing. He was so cool. And he worked with me in personal coach. He worked so hard for these scores, you guys. And he was so excited when he posted these scores on Facebook. Yeah. And so many people from the course told him congratulations and were like, how did you get that? And he <sighs> came back and, and like answered other students and help them. I said, well, I did this to raise my score. And yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. That's so cool. Such a good example. So good to see these positive stories and see that it is possible. Yeah, exactly. And it is. And you've heard so many success stories recently. And you're Mm going to hear another one in just a couple days, guys. So do stay tuned for that. So much to learn from. Um, Okay, so today, guys, we are going to um, Oh, we're doing another two parter. (gasps) (laughs) I like that. uh, A student in Three Keys just took the exam in Germany, and he posted about the questions he saw on his exam. So most recent IELTS exam questions. We're going to talk about some of the speaking ones today, and then we'll talk about the writing ones tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to talk about how you could answer this for a seven or higher, right? How you could strategically answer these questions you know, kind of reverse engineering from the scoring system, really understanding what that examiner wants so you can deliver it to them to walk out of the test and feel like you won the day, right? I love that. Exactly. Yeah, because guys, you have to give the examiner what they want. You have to approach this strategically. It's not just about native English. That's not going to get you the highest scores. So, okay, so let's get into it. The, um, let's see, so for speaking part one, um, just the city and the home, it looks like. So describe your current city. So where do you think a student might go wrong in answering this? Ooh, that's a good question. Mm. Well, they might, let's see, hmm, I don't know what would happen. Maybe not giving enough details, like saying too vague. Yes. Even though it's speaking part one, if we want to go into good vocabulary right off the bat, we need details. Exactly. Yes. So students commonly, um, if they don't know about the test or what the examiner is looking for, they might not even realize the speaking test has begun. Mm. I've seen that happen on the exam before where like, because the first questions are always easy, right? Like, tell me about your work or your school or whatever. And some people start answering and then they're like, oh, wait a minute, is this the test? <laughs> and I always want to like slap my forehead like, oh, gosh, oh, no, did you not prepare at all? <laughs> that for the amount of money that you guys are paying to take right. IELTS, don't make that mistake. Please don't make that mistake. Exactly. <laughs> so describing your current city. So I think there are two big ways students can go wrong here. First, they would give a short answer that is like kind of meaningless, like it is convenient and beautiful and just stop there. Mm-hmm. Or they would give a answer that sounds like a brochure or an encyclopedia. Like, it has a population of 250,000 and the largest 
rail network in the Western Hemisphere. Mm, <laughs> so don't do that like, either. Yeah, that does sound like a dictionary or an encyclopedia, Wikipedia or something boring, right? right? Try, share something that's unique about your town. You know, if I were yeah. answering that question, I would definitely talk about how Jumanji was filmed in my town because that is our claim to know, fame. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the details of that talk about maybe I, I would mention what it was like when uh, Robin Williams came running through the square <gasps> in his long hair oh and gosh. his outfit, his whole costume, you know, what that felt like to oh. see that. I would give some interesting information. Oh, Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. I could talk about him. I won't go yeah. in that direction, though. I think also when you answer this question, you guys, try and personally connect to it somehow, right? Like, yeah. what do you like about living in the city? Not what do other people like? It's not mm. general. It's personal, right? I love Portland because I get to live right next to nature and I get to run with my dog in the mountains, mm. right? So if you do that if you make that personal connection clear, I think that's also um, a more unique way to answer it. Oh, I love that. I love that. So good. So guys, take notes today. Take notes. Awesome. Yes. Okay. For sure. So his part two card said, are you interested in studying indoors or outdoors? Okay. Oh so he he did give a caveat. That's a great word. He did give a caveat saying, um, the wording, of course, is not 100%, but this is how he remembers the questions, right? So I think this would probably be more like, do you, um, like, what is a place you enjoy studying indoors or outdoors? That's huh. interesting. What so, would you say? Well, I so I'm trying to understand the question. So in terms of st- studying indoors or outdoors, like the way where I want to be physically when I'm when I'm preparing for an exam or wh- I, yeah, I don't know what, if I totally understand the question. Yeah. Yeah. Just like what is a place you enjoy studying mm. in? Like what's a mm-hmm. good place for you to study mm. um, indoors or outdoors? Mm. Yeah. It's a weird question. It's a weird question. I would probably say in a cafe with lots of windows and, you know, in a cafe where I can yeah. be inside and I would describe my ideal cafe. So I would say indoors. First of all, I would answer the question directly. And then I yes. might, you know, I might describe it, what, the, what I'd like the cafe to look like. And then maybe tell a little mini story of a time when I studied in a cafe and it, it worked great because totally. I was very locked in with the music and everything and I was yeah. in the zone or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would do a similar thing for sure. And then also describe like if you needed more context, you could talk about what the other people look like in this coffee shop because that's always interesting, right? Um, yeah. What do you eat? What do you drink? How long yeah. do you stay? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's lots oh. of details. There's a lot you could do with that. You know, last week we went into some speaking part two answers where I answered the question and I got stuck. I thought I had more details than yeah. I actually did. But this is an example of a place where you shouldn't get stuck because there's so much descriptive language that you could use here, guys, in terms of details. For sure. Yeah. And also, I mean, there are two options on that card. So if you describe an indoor place and you feel like you're finished and you see that the examiner's just staring at you, the time's not up, then say, so... I guess if I had to study outdoors, if it was a beautiful day and I really wanted to be outside, but I still had to prepare for my IELTS exam, I would probably go to a park near my house. And then you could give that context. I love that. And guys, by the time you walk into test day, you should know what two minutes feels like, right? More or less, you should have practiced so well and so thoroughly that you have a sense of what two minutes is. So that's really important to know too, right? If you're stopping way too early and you're shocked that the time's not up, that might mean that you haven't prepared well enough. Definitely. Yeah. You should 
definitely be prepared for that whole two minutes and beyond. Because if you stop talking, it gets awkward real fast. Because the <laughs> the examiner can't like tell you anything. The examiner can't like help you. So what's going to happen is the examiner stares at you silently <laughs> for a few seconds. And then they might like make a hand motion to encourage you to keep talking. Or they might say something like, is there anything else you can say about the topic? And it's just, and then you're like, oh, I, it's yeah, nobody That's, wants to be in that situation. Yeah. So don't get there, guys. <laughs> don't be there. Make sure you have the material and you know how to answer the question. Okay. Exactly. Awesome. I know what to expect, guys. That's why in Three Keys IELTS, we tell you exactly what the examiner wants you to do in all three parts because they are totally different mm -hmm. and your performance has to be different. So there are separate lessons for each of the three parts with model answers and practice. It's all in Three Keys IELTS. Awesome. I love it. Well, do we have have a speaking part three question too? He did not post the part oh. three question. Oh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I could extrapolate. Okay. Good word. Good if word. so, if the part two is about studying indoors or outdoors, then it would be education related, preparation for academics, that sort of stuff. So it might go into broader questions about how much time do, do kids spend studying in your country? How much homework do they get? Do you feel this is too much or not enough? How okay. would you improve? improve the curriculum, stuff like that. Yeah, nice. So again, speaking part three is usually about the societal level, right? That kind of a question yes. where we're talking about kind of what's happening out in society and kind of your insights into that. Yeah, exactly. Just just abstract, but still the same topic as part two. Nice, nice. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's see. So how would we answer this? What would we say? I mean, it's very vague, right? We, we want to not be vague. <laughs> be as specific as we can. Yes. And as well, I think it's easier if you're a parent because guys just look at what your kid is doing in school <laughs> or, you know, if you're a little bit older and your children are older, look at that. Yeah. Um, and then if you're not a parent, just think about your own school experiences, like because mm. not everybody knows a teenager or an elementary school person. Right. Like if right. you don't have kids. So yeah. that could be difficult. So, guys, I have heard students answer questions like this, like. Well, I don't know. It, school was a long time ago. I don't know any students right now. That is not acceptable. Mm, yeah, they can't just stop speaking at that point. Guys, don't do that. That's going to sink your score. Yes, exactly. So definitely just preface it like, well, I'm not sure about the modern day situation because unfortunately... I don't know any people who are currently <laughs> students. However, I can tell you from my um I can tell you from my experience back in my day and then you could use a sort of cool time phrase Ooh. and talk about a memory. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So it's really nice to have these questions straight from one student's experience on the test, on test day, yeah. guys. And these are the kinds of things that you get in our Facebook group, right? I mean, exactly. very up-to-date information. So useful. Yeah, it's so awesome. Just like we talked about Elias posting his amazing scores and getting support and questions. And even though he's done with IELTS, he's still helping other students in the group, yes, right? Yes. So the support that you get in there and the inspiration, I, there's no other IELTS community like this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It is really amazing, guys. So guys, to jump into the course right now and to finally have that study plan so you can start following the plan, right? We've talked about before, you have two jobs. You have to figure out what to do for your plan, 
and you have to study, right? And we eliminate that first job. So we tell you exactly what to do. <laughs> it's exactly. a huge benefit. Guys, go to all. Yeah. So to get the basic plan, guys, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic to get the personal coach plan that includes two sessions with Jessica on Skype. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. And Elias did those coach sessions. Yes. It really helps you guys. So, oh, just the confidence you have rocking up to the speaking exam being like, well, Jessica already told me I'm a seven or higher, so I got this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing what, what it can do, how powerful it can be just by sitting down with an IELTS expert and just getting some feedback and getting a sense that you are on the right track. It's so powerful. Exactly. Yes. So go to those links, you guys, and we will see you in the Facebook group. All right. Talk soon, Jessica. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.